Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the special episode of For the Love of Books podcast featuring Indian small press authors with host Emma Polova. Tonight, I will be talking with NaNoWriMo expert authors Jean Davis and Vera West about our nano victories. Have we won, ladies? I have. I did not win. But <laughs> I won in my heart. We're going to talk about your comment. I read it. Believe it or not, I got prepared. All right, Jean, how many of your books are nano books? Uh, all but two, I think it is. Yeah, most of them started as NaNoWriMo novels. Okay, and what is your primary genre? Science fiction and fantasy. And Vera, how about you? So most of my books I've worked on during Nano, but I've never, only one I actually completed. And that was the third book in my soul series, Banguri's. Um, But my genres are um, romance and then kind of offshoots of romance. So like fantasy and sci-fi with some romance mixed in and then like a rom-com type romance. Okay. So what is your most recent published NaNoWriMo title? Whoever wants to go first. And what year? Uh, mine was, I just recently published, well, this, this past year, this year, I published Spindleken. Um, and that was my 2019, I believe it was, nano novel 20. Um, and so that was, that was my most recent nano one that I got published. Usually it takes a year or so to turn it yeah. around and actually get it published because editing and fun things like that. But yeah. And you, Vera? Yeah, I worked, I believe it was about the same time as Jean. So it was like 2019 was when I was working on Turns. It's a romance comedy, a rom-com. And then it came out last November. Okay. But I didn't really do Nano so much last year because I was oh. editing. But it came out last November. Can you hold up that book again so I can take a screen? I can. Out? It's right here. It's actually very oh, funny. Oh, that's me. I have it right here. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. That's nice. All right. And now without further ado, let's get to the writing challenge. Some call it brutal. What is your take on it? Is the challenge, was it brutal? Vera, go ahead. Okay. It was brutal for me. (laughs) Was it Um, brutal? But I did better than I thought I would. Jean definitely coached me along. And I think next year we'll be able to win it. As long as she doesn't quit me and and still coaches me through, <laughs> no, but I made it halfway, just shy. I was like twenty four thousand fifty words, so I I pretty much, if we could round up, then I made it halfway. Oh yeah, I think you did excellent. That's a novella, right? Well, twenty five thousand. Yeah, a- yeah. Um, luckily I did have about 18,000 words already before. So with what I wrote, it got me close to 40. I can't really math on the spot. So we're just going to say close to 40 (laughs) and, um, yeah, so that was good, but there's a lot left. Um, there's a lot left for me to do for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. So what is your total word logging as of today, December 6th, which is also St. Nicholas Day? Did you know that? I did not know that. It's St. Nick's Day. <laughs> so your total word logging as of today? Uh, for Nano in general? Uh, I kind of quit counting after I hit 50,000, yeah. so I've just been writing. 
because <laughs> I write all the time. So I got my 50,000. I won a challenge. Yay. And then I just. Okay. Uh, then you just continue. Okay. Yeah. And Vera, you kind of touched on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So adding it into what I had, my official number, but you got to remember, I only did 24,000 of this during, you know, nano I'm at 39,331. Excellent. But that, that you know, I had a buffer. I had a very large. Buffer. You came in with words. Yes. I did. I came in with words. So, but, but it is, but that is a lot of progress though in a month. So oh, I am yeah. happy with that. Absolutely. So how is each challenge different? And what have you learned from participating? Whoever wants to go first. Uh, as far as like each year or just- Each year, yeah. Each, each year, year or are they the same? Um, no, I do something different each year. So like this year I picked, I had four different projects I was working on so I could bounce around between them. So mm -hmm. um, that worked out really well. So if I was not getting anywhere, uh, I ended up piling a whole lot of words without inappropriate language on um, my personal project, this nano. So I, I, that was, words were coming easy. So that was just flying out and I was doing, you know, lots of words beginning of the month on that. So that got me a good start into nano. And then I did a couple short stories. I wrote a children's book, which obviously doesn't take a lot of words. And then um, I also was working on the urban fantasy that I was hoping to finish during nano. And words were not coming on that one. So uh, I just, I wrote what I could and uh, I'll get back to that one when words are coming again. Yeah, sure. It'll happen. That's and right. You just gotta wait for right. it. It's, it's sometimes it's, they're just not ready. Yeah, My brain isn't ready to work on that ready. one. Yet. Right. Yeah, so each year I do something a little different. Um, some years I work on something brand new. Some years I work on short stories or I work on two different mm -hmm. things or, you know, I try to do something or different so genre than I do. around, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it stays challenging because I do write all year round. So it's it's yeah. not like I don't write that I can I know I can get the words. It's just can I get the words doing this? Hmm. Yeah. Right. And you, Vera, how is yeah. each challenge different? Yeah, it, it just depends on what I'm working on. So if it's something I've I've already started, then it can go it can go a little faster because I've got some of the foundation and then you know I'm not really figuring things out so much. But I usually, since I, I usually rotate between, you know, the rom-com is not so heavy on the world building. It's more character driven. Mm -hmm. And so if it's something like that, then I feel like it's a little easier for me to write it from scratch. If it's like a world building, you know, like a fantasy, the, the one mm -hmm. I worked on was an urban fantasy. That was very challenging because sometimes you'll change things and there's a ripple effect. And so then you have to stop and make some outline notes for yourself to, well, at least I do to kind of keep it all straight in my head. Um, you know, to keep motives straight and sort of like plot points straight. So that's a little bit slower writing for me in general, because there's just so much for me to think about. But, um, but yeah, I think there's just a big difference between if it's a new project or one I've already half started, I think makes a lot of difference. And then the genre sometimes for me, um, you know, can make a lot of a difference too. So it just depends year to year, but this year was definitely harder because of the world building. It was okay. so easy to get hung up on, on my, you know, trying to figure out my ideas. And I really had to kind of just leave myself notes and move on, write kind of what I knew right then. And then now we get the fun part of waiting through all those, <laughs> waiting through all those notes and, and trying to make sense of them. But 
but I still got, I got some words. So if you, if you don't have anything down, you can't edit anything. So, right. That's true. Yeah. So what was your daily writing routine during nano? How many words or how many hours or, or did you have a routine or none? No. No. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say like, yeah, I didn't have a specific routine. It was just write as much whenever I could. Um, Unfortunately, I know this is like the smallest violin playing work was very challenging for me. (laughs) And I found that part of why I didn't win was because there were like sometimes three days in a row where I didn't write, which is horrible. Like you get so far behind if you don't write three days in a row. Like one day is not so bad because you can probably make up for it pretty fast. But when you three and four, and I think that happened twice. I was like, yup, this is not good. Um, so I guess next year, maybe I'm jumping ahead, but next year I want to try to have a better battle plan for like when I write and maybe also try to, if it's possible, try to have a lull in my workflow so I could do nano or I'm all easier. Okay. But, yeah. I don't know if that would be possible, but we can always hope. So do you make it your priority during nano to write? Let's say first thing in the morning. That's the only way I can do it. Yes. So I would try to write in the morning. I, Mm -hmm. I, like I said, most of my writing was done between sleeps. That's kind of my thing. So if I was getting up to let the dog out and I could get right back to sleep, I'd get up and write for two Mm -hmm. hours. So at 2 AM, I'm up here writing a couple thousand words and I go back to bed at 4 AM. Um, that that's where I got a lot of my words in and mm-hmm. otherwise getting up in the morning and writing sometimes after lunch, quick writing a little bit and before dinner yeah. and then after dinner and just sneaking words in where you can, as opposed to like, I'm going to sit down and write 2000 words every day right now in this hour period. Uh, that's, that's a lot of pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, just writing when you can tend to work best for me. Uh, that way I'm not feeling like I, if I, miss a day. I've, I've, I wrote 7,000 words yesterday, so I, I don't have to write today. It's cool if I do, I mean, cause I'm staying ahead, but there were days where I was doing, I, you know, I did Comic-Con and so I, right. one day I came home, write yeah. 9,000 or nine word, 900 words. And the next day I was like, I have nothing left in the engine. So I'm going to bed. <laughs> uh, and so I didn't write anything the next day. And I think I only wrote, you know, a couple hundred words the day after that. And so by the, by the fourth day, when I was done with Comic-Con, I was still drained because I'd been doing comic all weekend. Uh, so it was, it was hard to get back on that cycle, but you, you do it. You get there because you're in the habit of writing. So, And just to give some perspective on Jean's Comic-Con, she's mm-hmm. literally driving, unloading her car, setting up her whole display, carrying all her books, setting all that up. And then she's got to take it all down. And then she's still writing like a thousand words when she gets home. So really... <laughs> You are amazing, Jean, because I could <laughs> I couldn't even handle like I work as a writer, so I write procedures for a bank. And mine's more of a mental exhaustion. Like it's not mm-hmm. physical. I just I write better in the mornings, but I usually have to do that for work. So at, that was something kind of different for me to have to juggle is like the professional writing versus the creative. And usually it's not that it wears me out, but there's, you know, there's more to the job than just writing. Like I have to go to meetings and I have to like talk to people at the people. And it's just, it's just a lot. So I I have to just work on next year, just being better at balancing, um, you know, the work writing versus the creative writing 
And if I can squeeze it in early in the morning, I think that would be better because I function like my brain functions better earlier in the day. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the day job takes a lot out of you. It, it really does. It, I mean, it, I was working overtime. I was telling Vera, I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, we 12 did. hours today. And now I have to sit down and write words. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah I, heard, I, mean, I forgot I about that. Too. You're doing so. your cons, plus you're doing your day job on top of it. So, yeah. And then, yeah. And then trying to still write because why not? I yeah. know. I was so, how about do you that. make it work? I mean, I found it really difficult. I did an event, a three day event in Lowell, and I lost those three days totally. And then to catch up, that was hell. <laughs> yeah, it is. How I find getting that work? buffer, having a buffer ahead when okay. you know you have an event coming up, writing some extra words so you don't feel that you're okay. If you can't write those three days. You don't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm totally going to lose now because I, I was gone mm -hmm. for three days and I wasn't writing. Uh, that really helped me a lot. I mean, I had, I had a huge buffer before Nano or before uh, Comic-Con and, and it just worked okay. out that I still, I never got behind the, the par. I, I stayed mm -hmm. above, but um, it got slower. <laughs> it got lower and lower I know, as I went. It just gets exhausting. It is. It is. It just, I don't know. So do you feel you can carry this routine over into December and next year? We're heading into 2023. So what will it be like for you? Writing-wise, I don't want yeah. to know about personal. <laughs> for me, it gets a little bit different because now I'm ready to start. I mean, there is some more writing I have to do, but I've been mm -hmm. itching to edit and revise. And I'm one of those people who kind of like, I do a little bit of edit and revision as I go. And then I do a final sweep at the end. So I. I will be deep into that. Um, so there won't be, I mean, my word count will increase because there's obviously like holes I need to, to fill in, but um, it'll be a little bit different. And honestly, I probably will still have to do as much as I want to write during the day. I do end up becoming more of a night owl and in editing, you know, when the kid goes to sleep and things like that, because it just gets so quiet and it's easier. But I do have two weeks off from work. So I tell myself every year, I am not going to use that to edit because you get so tired and then you just have to go right back to work. Mm -hmm. But every year but I, I do, because it's the perfect time. Like I only have, I, I don't have to work. So you want to do it. So I'm going to try to find a way to still relax a little bit, but maybe try to get some progress done at the same time on the book. Just a little. Yeah, and I've been, I write whenever I, I have the urge to write. Yeah. So, um, which is generally most of the year if I'm not editing or working on other projects for people. Uh, so I'm currently working on, I, I went back to my personal project cause that's my baby right now. And I'm filling in the holes that I did get to okay. during nano um, and editing as I go. And once I'm done with that, I think I'm going to hit my short stories, um, get that collection going, maybe work on the kid's book and then try to get back into that uh, urban fantasy. But uh, yeah, I, I just keep working on projects all year round and, I mean, I'm not going to sit down and, and, you know, I have to write 2000 words today or anything, but I, I, right. I write on, you know, as I can definitely. Okay. So what, what do you feel was your best day during this nano season, your best day and then your worst day? Day one <laughs> was my best day. I remember you saying I was, was so excited. Because of all the excitement, right? <laughs> I was so no. excited. I wrote like almost 4,000 words that day. Oh, wow. I was just like, I was Whoa. so excited. Okay, and Eugene? 
Uh, my best day, I wrote 7,000 words. I was like, the words were flown and I was just going to sit here. I think I had a day off. It was like a weekend day or something. And I was like, I'm not working today because I did work a lot of weekends, even when I wasn't, you know, I was doing events yeah, and I was also working. Um, so I took a day and actually just wrote. And that was wonderful. I did get 7,000 some words done that day. That was my best one. My worst ones were the ones I didn't write anything because yeah. yeah. I couldn't brain. So that was, that was bad, but yeah worse for me was when I didn't write there was like I realized I logged in and my little page uploaded and I realized I hadn't written in four days I was, like, <laughs> I was just like yup that is not good and my little line was so far down I was like no so that was my worst day so how do those stats help you when you look at those whatever if you choose the bar or whatever the line uh, do they help you do they motivate you to get more done or do they depress you <laughs> they do both they do both like even if i'm ahead i just have the fear of not being ahead yeah. pushing me forward and then when i'm behind i'm like maybe i can make it maybe i can do it you were so helpful there for a while too i'm going to do it no i'm not yeah and i know i did good for like the first week and then i just kind of lost it it started to dwindle yeah once i get i i, I use the i use the graphs every day so i, I look at the graph i'm like okay I'm, I'm ahead i want to stay ahead so i you know keep keep my you i want to keep above that power line if i'm above it i want to stay up there i don't want to i want to go back to the power line i want to touch it again i want to stay up here so i'll, I'll do try you to like the line right. view or the bar groove the bar um, i do the line yeah so i do I, too because i feel like yeah, it kind of like too. There's something about it. It's a better visual for me. Yeah. And I like, I like the one where it shows you um, your average words per day. So mm -hmm. mine goes like, woo, you know? Yeah. <laughs> mine's yeah. Yeah. I look like I died in the middle of that week because it was like flat line. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> do you that. on other people? Do you check other people? I don't do that because that makes me sad because I mean everybody never... writes differently so it's it's you can't really compare yourself with anybody right. else I mean you know That's you, you write, how, you're right yeah it's I mean I, if someone when I was in charge of the region when I was doing mm -hmm. the MLing I would check those and I would go okay find my people and I'd be like oh hey you know send them a little message like hey I see you're behind what can I do to help you or whatever but I'm not in charge anymore I can just work on my own writing and worry about my own bar graph so cool. that makes it really nice for me <laughs> And plus I already, me and Jean were sending each other our numbers back and forth. And she's every day me by the end of the second, like the first week she has smoked me. So I was like, I'm not, I don't need a visual of this. I already know. <laughs> I already know that I'm like left in the dust, but I tried. I sure did try. Even like the last day I was like, Jean, maybe I can make it. And then she was like, she threw me a lifeline. and was like, how about you just shoot for 25? And I was like, really? Yeah, really? Yeah, I mean, of course. Not an attainable goal. Just go for yeah, the attainable yeah. goal. Because yeah. I was like, if I write 7,000 words for the next four days, I can make it. If I don't sleep, that'd be great. Yeah, pretty much. So, what <laughs> does it feel like to be a winner? Well, you'd have what to ask me because I wouldn't know. <laughs> have you ever won? You won once, didn't I you? I won one time. <laughs> okay. On your 25,000, you know? Yeah, I, a win, I won. You won? <laughs> What does it feel like to be a winner? Um, I, I, I feel accomplished. I mean, I, I set out, I set my goal and I met my goal. So I, that makes me happy. And, you know, I, I have had years where I don't there, there've been, I thought it was one, but it was two years. I didn't make my goal last year either. Um, I got totally burnt out. I did too many book signings all year and mm -hmm. I was working too much. And I just went, I, 
I think I cut mine off around 20, 25, 30,000. And I just went, can't do it anymore. Hands up. I surrender. Because <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. it's not fun if you're totally just stressing yourself out. Uh, it's it's not good for you or your book. Yeah. Uh, so right. find an attainable goal. If even it's not 50,000, you wrote words, mm-hmm. it's, it's still a win. So Right. That's how I feel about it. Because I had a question from one of my fans, and I want you, each one of you to answer that. How many times do you really need to win? <laughs> Every time. As much as possible. Exactly. Because and it's not you- so much the winning of nano is is as you're making yourself sit down and write and you're right. reestablishing that good writing habit. And you're getting, you're getting words out. You're getting a draft started. You're right. getting, getting your creative fire lit and you're going to want to work, continue working on that. Hopefully. I mean, how many books are actually done after 50,000 words? I mean, a few, maybe short books, but most of them, you know, 80,000, 90,000 words to yeah. get a full book. So you're right. going to keep wanting to work on it. And then of course there's the editing and revising and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, nano gets you that launching point. So it's, it's, I win as much as as much as I can. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Even just any progress is really good. But if you win, mm-hmm. just think of how much of a chunk of your draft you got done. Exactly. And then it, like, right. it just propels you forward. And then, you know, because you, you want to write so many stories, but you have to actually, you know, you have to finish them to kind of like move on to the next story. So not to rush yourself, but it's nice to have that little push to get the mm-hmm. draft part done. And even Especially if, if you get to the 50,000, I mean, that gets you over the middle and the middle is the does. hardest part. Yeah, it, it is. I agree. That's so true. I agree. Mm-hmm. So what advice can you give to other RIMOs and prospective RIMOs, maybe people who want to join the challenge next year and they have all these, you know, they think I can't do it. Why do I, what kind of advice would you give to these people who are basically undecided? Try it. Join or not join. <laughs> Yeah, I just mean, try, just it. try it. Just try I mean, you. I am proud of my 25,000 little words. Right. I'm proud of them, even though that's just a little, you know, I've got a lot more to do, but I realized that because I did that work, now I'm set up pretty good to hit a goal of having the book done by next mm-hmm. fall. And, right. you know, and, and there's some really nice things that I can do that I wanted to do that if I hadn't done this, I may not have been able to do it in general. And, um, Hello. Hi there. How are you? How are you? Do you write? Do you write, Lincoln? Do you write? You can say you write. Um, Yeah, we're talking about writing, about writing books, creating, Um, about creation. Oh, I am writing him a book called Buzzy. Oh, nice. It's about a bumblebee and a little boy that go on some adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, he was making me write him a chapter a night. So that was intense. I was like, wow. And if I didn't, he, he'd remind me at bedtime that he had not gotten a new chapter. He's kind of <laughs> eased up a little bit, but for a while there for like a month, I had to write like a chapter a night. And that was, I was like, I can't think that fast. Like <laughs> <laughs> too much pressure, too much pressure. <laughs> All um, right. Will you do it again next year? Nano? Of course, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I do this. This is what, 17 years for me that I've been doing this. So it's, it's kind of, you know, it's a thing I do, uh, get, get my draft done for the year and get, get some projects started so that I have something going for next year, try to put out two books a year. So I have to get, get some fodder to work with, uh, over the Christmas season. Cause I don't do start events again until February. So that gives me two months to 
month and a half now uh, to really work on getting some some things together. So I have something to edit come January, sure. February to sure. get out in the spring. And you, Vera, will you do it again next year? Oh yeah, I'll do it again next year. Um, especially if I can wrap up this nano project in 2023, it'd be mm -hmm. nice to start something fresh because I have all these ideas that I want to do, but you have to kind of focus. Well, you don't have to focus at one at a time, but it gets to a point where I kind of have to, so I can finish something. Mm -hmm. I'm not yeah. always so good about jumping around all the time. Um, but I would like to kind of, you know, get moving because if you think about it, it really does take a long time to get a book from like idea to finish. Mm -hmm. So I try to just keep time. it moving around. It, you know, when we were talking about turns earlier, I actually, it seemed like it was much longer ago than last November. So I guess we're not doing too bad. <laughs> My goal is a book a year too, to finish a book a year and publish. Yeah. Um, I guess that's not, that's not too bad. Even if it's like a, ends up being a book every year and a half, two years, but yeah. it's just a lot. You have to just keep pushing pushing forward on it right and if, if, if i didn't have a day job i mean i could get a lot more writing done but i i gotta balance it with everything else you know so you yeah know, do what you can do mm -hmm. yeah yep so really a book a year is is um it's ambitious for me but i kind of i will admit most writers i think we like a little bit of pain and suffering so i don't mind the struggle because then when i do it i'm like yes i don't know who i'm you know who i'm yesing too but i'm just you know <laughs> to me yeah. yes <laughs> but do you feel that you have problems switching to normal world from writing no you can function normally oh i mean well, as normally I as i am <laughs> right i was gonna say like define <laughs> normal normal things you speak of yeah. especially now that i work from home i can just be weird i don't even have to you know i can just just I'm wearing a Sprite t-shirt right now. I can just be, I can just be weird. Yourself, all right. Mm -hmm. So you don't have problems switching between, you know, the fictional world no. and normal. We're just like that, right? Yeah, no, I'm just like that. So my problem around. is, yeah, I mean, if I'm writing, like right now, the stuff I'm working on is very, very, very depressing. I'm making myself cry while writing it because it's, it's very sad. Uh, so that, that does kind of bring me down during the day. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, you do carry those emotions with you because you're working on those scenes and your characters and it's sure. in your head. So, you know, you're carrying that throughout your day, but it just depends on what I'm working on. So I, I can be all kinds of emotions and they're not really mine. <laughs> do you sometimes feel like your characters and act out like that? Because that has yes. happened to me and that could be a serious problem. It can because, yeah, um, yeah. if you've read my Narvan series, you know, my my main character van he swears all the time so okay i also do uh which is not great sometimes and because right now i'm writing this like i said earlier i was going to make a very inappropriate statement and it's because i'm writing in that character right now <laughs> so I, I do a lot of swearing i usually it's kind of it's interesting for me because i pull a lot of myself into my writing not necessarily mm -hmm. like their personalities but if I have an insecurity and I'm not going to tell you which ones, because I'm not exposing myself that much, but like, usually my character's insecurities are somehow my insecurities. Okay. And, and that can be hard because I feel a little raw after writing so much. about. Yeah. It. I mean, you're exposing yeah. yourself. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking that like one of the challenging parts about Nano writing this urban fantasy was I just felt so raw. I was like, wow, I really feel like really kind of like opened up and worn out. 
and um, just kind of emotionally exhausted from, mm-hmm, you know, but I mean, it's good. I mean, I suppose if you feel that way, that means you're putting that into your writing, which right. is bad. But I was like, I'm kind of tired. My soul's kind of tired. Writing this. <laughs> I'm drained. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I put it all on the page. I've bled on the page. I'm done. Yeah. Okay. So what happens next with your project? Still working on it. Yeah. I, I, I kind of got a schedule of what I want to get done next year. So I want to put out at least two books next year. Uh, hopefully one of them is the short stories. And then the other one is going to maybe be the kids book. Maybe be, right. I mean, I have, I have several previous nano novels also that I still need to finish up oh, uh, and revise. Okay. So I have backup projects to work on if oh, something wow. doesn't come through. Uh, I, yeah, I have 17 years worth of nano projects. Um, I mean, some of them are published, some of them are not. Uh, so I have, I have a lot of things out there. Yeah. I have a lot to work on. It's just a matter of having time and the energy to do it. And you Vera? Yeah. I, I pulled all my, my writing and put it in a Scrivener. I've been trying to use Scrivener out this year and I like it, but I think eventually I'll be moving it all back to word. Okay. Probably. I like to jumble it all around. But I, I got it all in there. And so I can kind of see, you know, I can kind of see the big picture because it like breaks it down chapter by chapter and kind of has it all like in a column. So I could see where everything was going. And now I just need to go back in and try to smooth things out and pray it's not too inconsistent. I'm, I realized when I was writing, I did weird things like change the way I was spelling things and I got to fix all that. Oh God! Because when you make up words, that's the problem. You have yeah. to remember how yeah. you spelled the made-up word. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. been there. Yep. <laughs> so I'll be doing oh. a lot of that, and then just trying to push through to fill in those gaps, um, and really get a real first draft, like okay. a completed All first right. draft. Yeah. So, what kind of tools have you used during this nano? I found out uh, by tools, I don't mean computer software I mean storytelling tools oh <laughs> well, I was like okay I, discovered them during- yeah, I don't have an answer for that one <laughs> yeah, I used I- my brain <laughs> well, do you mean like did we switch POVs did we switch like stuff like that because I did write my stories like the older I get the more wild I get and I just take my ideas are just too big. And sometimes I think that that bites me a little bit in the behind because then you've got to try to execute all these ideas. And this time I wanted a, um, I had a rotating um, point of view from four main characters. And then that wasn't enough. So I added in a fifth. Um, and so I had five characters I was juggling back and forth. So I'll need to like, make sure that those transitions are really smooth okay. and that they make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, but, but that isn't an interesting way to build tension because I love to sort of like change the scene, the perspective of the scene in a moment that's like really crucial, like almost mm-hmm. like in TV where like the camera pans to the, the next, it like falls the action almost. Okay. So I use those point of views and chapter breaks to do that. So that was like a tool that I used was, um, was, you know, just that kind of element of like giving the reader more information, but through the channel of different points of view. Okay, sure. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Very interesting. All right. Give us your parting shot. Whoever wants to go first. (laughs) What do you want to leave our listeners with? Perspective rivals, uh, authors, or wannabe authors. You know, I met during one of my biggest events, a lot of wannabe authors, and they're looking up to us 
which I considered, wow, that's kind of like a privilege, you know, that they're asking us about for advice. So something like that, whatever you want to leave or listen to. I would say just sit down and write. Uh, Nano is a great way to get into a good writing habit. So definitely give it a try. Even if you don't write the full amount of words every day, it gets you to the point where you're like, you still looking at the graph, being a little competitive, it really helps just to go, okay, I need to write this many words a day or, you know, set your mm -hmm. own word goal per day just to get that established habit. Because once you have yeah. a habit, it's really much easier to finish a book <laughs> rather than like writing in spurts and fits throughout yeah. the year. Mm -hmm. So sit down and write and write as much as you can a day, but without stressing yourself out. Yes. Perfect. You, Vera? Yeah, I would say the same thing. Don't get discouraged when you don't win. I mean, we were joking and stuff, but I mean, I know I didn't, I lost the battle, not the war. The book will get done. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just a matter of time. So I would say, don't let that intimidate you. Even if you only wrote 10,000 words, that's 10,000 yeah. more than what you had. And just to do it, if you want to do it, you should just do it. You shouldn't wait. There's no perfect time. There's no, um, you're, it's, you know, I don't believe that it's ever too late to pick up on a dream that, you know, you set aside. I think everyone, if you want to write, you should write. You don't have to be the best at it. You'll grow. It's a continuous growth thing. You'll get better every year. So I would say just do it and try to be brave and, um, you know, it'll be okay. <laughs> and the nano site is there all year round. So even yeah. if you're not doing the actual November banana challenge, you can go in at any time. And make okay. your own project and have the graph and everything there and, and have your own word goals. So even if you're not doing nano or if you're just finding out about it now, you can do your own challenge any time of year. And there's camp nanos in the summer also. Mm -hmm. So if you want to join something okay. that has people involved, that is also there. So it's just a matter of just sitting down and writing and, and doing finding out what works for you. How about overcoming insecurities? Some people are so insecure that they cannot even start to write. How, what would you write? Yeah, I always tell people just, you know, you got to sit down and put words on the page. I mean, you can have a great story here, but if you can't put it on the page, no one else gets to read it. Right. So my daughter did Nano this year. First time she did adult Nano in a very long time. She's 19. She actually won on her own this year. So I was very proud of her. Excellent. But she had the same thing where it was, it's just a matter of she had this story in her head for years and years and years. But to be able to put it on the page and when she got to the 50,000 words, she's like, I can actually give this story to people and they can see what's been going on in my head and they can read it. Right. And that's exactly what it is. I mean, you have yeah. to be able to put it on the page to be able to share it with people for them to be yep. able to read, to get the feedback you want or just yep. to share your story. Yep, that's what it's all about. Okay, and my parting shot, buy indie, read indie, and write indie. Keep your fingers on the keyboard and your butt in the chair because you too can become a published author and inspire others. Because we've been doing that. I was shocked. <laughs> it's always good <laughs> to inspire everyone. inspire other people. So that's cool. That's very cool. Happy holidays. Merry Happy holidays. Christmas. Yes. Goodbye.